Are you ready to hear a story? That's good to hear, because this one is about a boy that goes on an adventure to find a chair that sits on top of the world. The Chair on Top of the World by Stuart Baum Thomas wanted to sit on top of the world. He imagined a chair, a very specific chair, dark blue wooden, painted all over with white and yellow stars and moons. And for some reason, a small unicorn. The chair was on top of a ladder. He told his friend Sarah about this. Sarah was curious. Where did you get the idea from? Thomas replied, The little prince. He stood on top of his planet. And this is our planet. But I expect it will be a long walk there. So I want a place to sit and look at the world when I'm there. Which is why I expect there'll be a chair. Sarah said, Makes sense. They both sat and ate their lunches in the school cafeteria. Then Sarah asked, Is there only one chair? Yes, replied Thomas. So I guess you'll have to go alone. Yes, replied Thomas again. The next day was Saturday, and Thomas told his father that he was going to find the chair on top of the world. His father asked the same questions as Sarah, so the conversation ended in exactly the same way. I guess you'll have to go alone, his dad concluded. Yes replied Thomas. His dad put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a small apple, a bag of sunflower seeds and three large graham crackers into a brown paper bag. On the bag, his father drew a picture of a chair on top of a ladder. The picture of the chair was covered in small stars and moons. There was no unicorn, but other than that, it was exactly what Thomas had expected, which was reassuring. So, with brown paper lunch bag in hand, Thomas set off to find a chair on top of the world. Thomas did not get far before he met a small unicorn. Where are you going? asked the unicorn. To the chair on top of the world, said Thomas. Do you know where it is? The unicorn shook its head. I'd look on top of the mountain, offered the unicorn, pointing its small horn to a mountain off in the distance. That's a very tall mountain, said Thomas. It is, said the unicorn. Would you like me to come with you? Yes, said Thomas, but added, There's only one chair, though. That's okay, said the unicorn. I cannot climb ladders, so I won't be able to get up to the chair anyway. Thomas didn't wonder how the unicorn knew about the ladder. He was very happy to have the unicorn join him on his journey. They climbed and climbed and climbed and climbed, all the way to the top of the mountain. At the top was a small pond, a few nice bushes, and lots of small white and blue and yellow birds. There was also a small dragon curled up by the side of the pond. Shh, said the unicorn. We don't want to wake the dragon. The two of them sat by the pond, Thomas eating the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and the unicorn eating the apple. They must have fallen asleep, because when they woke, the tiny dragon was sitting in front of them holding a graham cracker in his claws. 
Can I have this? The dragon asked. I really like graham crackers. I see you have three of them. Thomas rubbed his eyes and nodded. Thank you, said the dragon very excitedly. Thomas expected the dragon to gobble down the graham cracker quickly, but instead the dragon took very small bites, enjoying each one. Thomas and the unicorn quickly finished their graham crackers, long before the dragon was even halfway done. They then opened up the bag of sunflower seeds, and all three of them fed the small white, blue and yellow birds that were happy to have the treats. Once all the food was gone, the dragon asked them what they were doing up on top of the mountain, and Thomas told him they were looking for a chair on top of the world. It's not up here, said the tiny dragon. Do you know where it is? asked Thomas. The dragon shook his head. Nope, sorry. Thomas waited for the dragon to say more, but there was nothing more to be said. Dragons are not creatures that take guesses. From the top of the mountain, Thomas could see his house, and past that, another mountain. Maybe the chair is on top of that mountain, suggested the unicorn. Thomas agreed that this might be the case, and so he and the unicorn walked down the mountain. The dragon, in case you were wondering, did not go with them. The dragon curled up and went back to sleep by the side of the pond. By the time they got down the mountain, they were very tired. How about we go home and climb the other mountain tomorrow, suggested Thomas to the unicorn. The unicorn nodded, sat down in the grass at the bottom of the mountain, and fell right to sleep. Thomas went home, ate dinner, and then also fell right to sleep. The next morning, Thomas found his lunch bag on the table, filled again with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich a small apple, a bag of sunflower seeds, and three large grain crackers. He picked up the bag and started on the journey to the top of the other mountain. He didn't get far before he noticed that the unicorn was walking beside him. This mountain looks taller, said Thomas hopefully. It does, agreed the unicorn. The top of this mountain looked exactly the same as the other one. A few nice bushes, lots of small white and blue and yellow birds, and a small dragon curled up by the side of the pond. Are you the same dragon? asked Thomas. Nope, said the dragon. That was my sister. And then the dragon sniffed at the paper lunch bag. I'm glad you brought enough graham crackers for all three of us. They ate the lunch and fed the birds. Once they were done, Thomas asked the new dragon if the chair on top of the world was on top of this mountain. Nope, sorry, said the dragon. And like its sister, the dragon said nothing more. Thomas sighed. I guess I'll never find the top of the world. Then the dragon said something very curious. The dragon said, The world is a marble. Thomas and the unicorn looked at the dragon, expecting that the dragon would say more. But the dragon simply flew over to the pond, curled up, and went back to sleep. I guess we need to find a marble, suggested Thomas to the unicorn. The unicorn pointed its horn at the bird nest. 
inside the nest, along with three tiny white, blue, and yellow eggs, was a large marble the same colour as the birds and the eggs. Thomas took the marble in his hand. It was very heavy and cold. He looked into the marble and saw that the white looked like clouds, and the blue looked like sky. The yellow looked like tiny rays of sunshine shining through the clouds and sky. Suddenly, Thomas was very sad. Why are you sad? asked the unicorn. I want to sit in the chair on top of the world, said Thomas. And I think the dragon wanted me to look at the marble and imagine I was sitting on top of the world. I don't want to imagine that I'm sitting on top of the world. I want to really find the chair on top of the world and really sit in it. The unicorn looked at the marble and also noticed that it would be exactly like looking on top of the world. You could see the clouds and the sky and the sun streaming through them. It was beautiful. But it was not the chair on top of the world. Then we will have to keep looking, said the unicorn. There were no more mountains to climb, and they were very tired, so they decided to go home. They walked down the mountain, which was very long, and they were very sad. Just before they got to the bottom, though, Something amazing happened. Thomas dropped the marble. The marble didn't roll anywhere special. It did not break open and magically turn into a chair on a ladder. It simply landed right at Thomas's feet. Thomas was happy that the marble wasn't broken, didn't roll away, or fall into a hole. He picked up the marble and looked into it. It was still beautiful but the view inside was somewhat different than before. He turned the marble a little and looked into it again. Also a beautiful view. Also like looking at the world from above, but not exactly the same as before. He turned it around and around and kept looking into the marble, but he could never find the same view as before. Then suddenly Thomas understood what the dragon meant when the dragon said, The world is a marble. I figured out the riddle, Thomas yelled with excitement. The unicorn nodded and then pointed its horn towards Thomas's home. When they got home, Thomas's father was finishing painting a small wooden chair, which was sitting on top of a ladder. The chair was dark blue with white and yellow moons and stars painted onto it. Thomas ran over to his dad and gave him a big hug. Do you like it? asked his father. It's almost perfect, said Thomas. Almost? asked his dad. Can you paint a unicorn on it too, please? And a tiny dragon? How about a few white and blue and yellow birds as well? Thomas nodded. When the paint was dry, Thomas climbed the ladder and sat down in the chair. It was in fact the chair on top of the world.